Yo, welcome to Simply Bitcoin Live, your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution, code breaking news, culture, matter warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Uh, Michael Saylor uh, continues to stack all the corn. What the hell is going on here? He can He's bought more Bitcoin. It's crazy because when he stacks, he buys thousands at the same time, which is absolutely bonkers. But anyways, uh, also something that we've been covering for quite a while, and it's something that I want you guys to focus on, right? Which is, it's not red versus blue. It's not right versus left in the traditional fiat political sense. It, as time progresses, I suspect in the next five or 10 years, it's really going to be green versus orange. And when I say green, I mean, obviously the US dollar. It's going to be fiat versus Bitcoin. Um, so I have a, have a clip for you guys today of ex-president Trump. And he was saying the quiet part out loud. He's saying the U.S. dollar is at risk of losing world reserve currency status. What that means, what I believe the, you know, I call it, some people call it a deep state. You know, I just call it the administrative state. What they're going to do, um, in my opinion, to try to really, you know, take the legs off this industry. And I think we've been seeing that for quite a while. Um, so we're going to get into all that today. And then also news coming out of Texas. Uh, it seems like Pierre Richard's effort um, and also the bill that they were trying to pass that would be anti-Bitcoin, anti-Bitcoin mining to be specific, looks like it passed committee. It hasn't completely passed yet, but we have an update for you guys on that. And look, we ha you have to remember, right, the vast majority of the Bitcoin mining hash rate is located in, in Texas, right? So, you know, it, it's it's crazy, you know, how... The people that want you to use the money that steals from you, it's crazy how far to what lengths they go to uh, in order to try to stop this, in order to try to stop this movement. So very crazy stuff. We're going to get into all of that. We have all the details like always. But before we start the show, I want to bring up my awesome co-host, Always Optimistic. How are you doing, Opti? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can't. You're coming oh, in loud oh, and clear. Oh, I was coming in a little quieter, quieter than usual. Quiet. What's up, everyone? How are you doing? It's good to be here, man. I'm excited this morning. As I was just telling Nico, I drank way too much coffee yesterday and I had the worst headache. But today I was uh, I was very good about my coffee intake and I'm still jacked up for you guys. So I am actually feeling wonderful today. And man, crazy, crazy news. I did see that clip from, uh, you know, ex-president Trump, I guess, is the way that Nico's calling him. So I will, I will follow suit on this one. And, or president Trump, right? Yeah, I think, president president Trump, Trump. I think Trump. they still call him president, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they still call, uh, yeah, they still call him president, whatever they are. Anyways, <laughs> crazy stuff. You know, say what you want about Trump, but uh, I think a few of the things he's said in the past has has coming to fruition in the future. So crazy, crazy stuff. And we do have a guest today and I will chat with him about what he's doing. But today is also the 90th anniversary of Executive Order 6102. So I will touch on that a bit. What is, what is Executive Order 6102? So it's when they took the gold. I'm going to get all this into oh, oh, it, oh. In, in the culture, oh, Nico. Oh, Do not spoil oh. the secrets. But yeah, it, it's when they took your gold. Uh, TLDR, take your Bitcoin into self-custody and you can avoid this. Absolutely. And before uh, before we get to the numbers, I want to bring up our very special guest. How are you doing, Alec? Welcome to Simply Bitcoin. Happy to have you, brother. Thanks for having me on. It's going to be a great show. All right, everybody, ladies and gents, let's get to the numbers. Let's do this. The Bitcoin Numbers. 
brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. Everybody else, I want to tell you about Bitcoin 2023. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference on planet Earth, Miami Beach, Florida, May 18th through the 20th, 2023. And we got good news for you guys. You can use promo code SIMPLY to get yourself a big discount on Bitcoin 2023. I want to go through some of the speaker lists. We have Michael Lewis, Arthur Hayes, Michael Saylor, Jack Maulers, Casey, Alex Glastein, Preston Pish, Stacey Herbert, Greg Foss, Peter McCormack, Lynn Alden, Matt O'Dell, Robert Breedlove, Jeff Booth, Mark Moss, Caitlin Long, Nico and Opti are also going to be there as well. You definitely don't want to miss the biggest Bitcoin celebration of the year, Bitcoin 2023. Promo code simply at the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 27,920 sats per dollar, 3,582 block height, 784,066 reachable Bitcoin nodes, 17,096 blocks to having 50, 55,934 having estimate April 20th, 2024 total lightning network capacity, 5,411 Bitcoin capacity value, 151 million us dollars realized monetary inflation 1.76 percent and the market capitalization of bitcoin 539 billion dollars with a b anyways um interesting news that happened yesterday we we don't really get into politics i just don't really honestly i think bitcoin makes if you I really recommend reading the book, The Sovereign Individual. I really believe that as we transition into the information age, as individuals have the ability to go to the jurisdictions they're treated best, not to mention the fact that, you know, the separation of money and state, I think politics are going to take a backseat. So that's our opinions on Simply Bitcoin. We don't lean left or right in the traditional fiat sense. We lean for Bitcoin, which basically means we lean for freedom, obviously. Um, so just be making that clear. But I'm going to play you guys a clip, two clips. Uh, first, it was Tucker Carlson tonight. Obviously, you guys know the deal. Tucker is one of the most popular, you know, legacy corporate media broadcasters right now. 3.5 million average viewers per episode. And it's interesting because he was saying the thing that we were saying a couple weeks ago, right? Um, one of the narratives that they use to attack El Salvador is they say Naim Bukele is a threat to democracy right and these are people that live you know a lot of them live in the united states i think it's i think that argument is extremely hypocritical i'll play you a clip by tucker and then the second clip is trump saying the quiet part out loud um and i think you know we had a, a clip from cnn that we've played you guys we had a clip from fox news and i think a lot of people are coming to the realization that the u.s dollar is losing global reserve currency status and if you are an american you benefit tremendously from having that global reserve currency status and for, for anyone that doesn't know currently how it's set up and obviously the brick nations are trying to move away from this is if you're a dollar if you're a country and you're transacting with another country you're trading with another country you're using the dollar right most more than likely obviously countries are trying to shy uh, trying to get away from that because the U.S. government, what they've done, you know, with this privilege um, is they've weaponized the currency, right? Not to mention the fact that they've printed an ungodly amount as well. So that's why we don't have create. That's why we don't have Argentinian type of inflation in the U.S. 
right? Is because every time the U.S. prints, the reality is that there's a lot of countries that are holding their holding dollars in their central bank. So it gives the U.S. this very unique ability. Europe kind of has it as well. So does Switzerland, right? Because a lot of countries hold, you know, the Swiss franc and the euro and all that stuff. But the U.S. still has that this crazy unique ability of just printing money out of thin air and not causing a ridiculous amount of inflation. So anyways, I'm going to play this clip and then we'll talk about it. Let's check it out. The clearest perspectives on our country come from outside its borders. With distance comes clarity. So with that in mind, here is Salvadoran President Nayib Bukele on Twitter today. Quote, think what you want about former President Trump and the reasons he's being indicted, Bukele wrote. But just imagine if this happened in any other country where a government arrested the main opposition candidate. The United States' ability to use, quote, democracy as foreign policy is gone. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. There will be no defeat like that. That will take us away from being even a great power. So, yeah, I mean, what what I find interesting about that, right, is the comments on um, the comments in the beginning. I, I look, if I hear another country say, look, uh, uh, you know, whatever you think, again, like put the politics aside. Like the reality is that Trump, whether you like him or not, which is irrelevant to this, is the front running candidate for the opposing political party. This is what they do in in, uh, you know, in, in developing countries. Right. That, you know, it, so like if you hear from the corporate media saying Naim Bukele is a danger to democracy. I don't see El Salvador putting in prison or arresting the opposing political party's leader. I don't see that happening, right? So that's just really fucking interesting. Um, and, I, and I like the fact that Naimbu Kele is using Twitter to basically circumvent the gatekeepers of information to get that out there, to tell the public, like, hey, what's going on here, bro? <laughs> like <laughs> we're supposed to be a danger to democracy. What's going on there? So I never want to hear that argument again. It's bullshit. We always knew it was bullshit, but there you go. Like hypocrisy on its front. Now the interesting part, maybe it was a political statement. I have no idea, but I think, you know, if you've been paying attention to what the brick nations were doing and the announcement by that, that crazy meeting between Vladimir Putin, the res- president of Russia and Xi Jinping, which is, you know, the president of for life in China, uh, they were meeting that this crazy state ceremony, and apparently it was a hot mic where they got caught in a conversation. And uh, Vladimir was like, "Look, like you know, we're, we we want to use the yuan to transact, right? So they're trying to move away from the dollar. And it makes perfect sense. This is what happens when you weaponize a currency. This is literally what happens. People seek an alternative. I don't think countries would be seeking an alternative if the U.S. government did not print, right? And I said government on purpose, right? He was like, no." the Fed and the Central Bank of the United States and and the government are separated. It's like, yeah, fine, you totally on paper, perhaps. But every single time Congress is like, hey, you know, we want to we, we, we want to you know, we want to pay for this bill. The central bank just foots the bill. So fine, maybe they're separated, but they sure don't act like it. Um, anyways, so, yeah, like it's clear, you know, we're big believers in incentives, obviously, because we're Bitcoiners. And it's clear that, you know, Russia, China, Brazil, you know, the BRICS nations and other countries are seeking an alternative. And you're seeing, in my opinion, 
I think all of that's noise. I think if they see if they find an alternative, it's just going to be a replacement of what they have today. I think really, though, like really what the signal is there, though, is uh, El Salvador. And the reason I think El Salvador is a signal is because El Salvador is not choosing to use a state currency. El Salvador is using to use a non-state currency, which has rules without rulers. The monetary policy is set in stone and no one controls it. Therefore, it cannot be weaponized, right? And I think El Salvador's choice over time is going to be proven to be the right choice, especially in the next halving as Naim Bukele's decision and Michael Saylor's decision, which we're going to talk a little bit about uh, during the news segment, is completely vindicated, right? So these are crazy times. Buckle down, you know, put your seatbelt on, take your Bitcoin into self-custody, learn how to run your own node. Because these are crazy, tumultuous times. But after all, this is the separation of money and state. Opti, what are your thoughts, brother? Well, the the news we are seeing currently and the Bukele tweet really reminds me, and I, I've mentioned this the last couple of weeks, that article by Max Kaiser, Who's the Banana Republic Now? And uh, it, I, it really does feel like we are a banana republic now. Like, banana republic confirmed in America. And it, it really is... I don't know, a dangerous precedent, a, a dangerous trend, a scary trend that we are seeing right now. The amount of politi political, political, I can't even say it. The amount of politicalization, I think I'm, I'm messing it up uh, in regards to what is going on in America. It is absolutely terrifying. And just doubling down on Nico's point, de-dollarization is happening in real time. But as we keep covering on the show, more Keynesianism is not going to fix the solution of Keynesianism. And like Nico said, be like El Salvador. Bitcoin is the solution. Again, it's not right versus left. It's individual versus the collective. It's orange versus green. This is the real fight going on. And anyone that angles it any differently is probably either nefarious or trying to take advantage of you, which I guess is nefarious or really just doesn't understand. And uh, I know Nico pushes back on this, but I'm going to say it anyways. And Nico, you can push back on it all you want. Uh, but democracy is the biggest scam. It's mob rule. And again, I know Nico I, I, pushes I, I, back I, on I, that. I would say I would say democracy with the money printer is a big scam. And the reason I say that is because like politician member guys incentives no one's yeah. better than their incentives right if you're a politician you're not incentivized to serve your constituents you're incentivized to get as close as humanly possible to the money spigot like that and and it makes sense right why does you know i'm going to bring up elizabeth warren because she hates bitcoin right why does elizabeth warren have tens of millions of dollars of net worth if she's on a government salary, like where did that come from, right? Why does Washington DC have some of the most, uh, you know, uh, the most expensive, exclusive uh, neighborhoods in all of the US? DC is not a productive city. It's, you know, it's the seat of government. Government is not a productive, uh, you know, a productive element of the economy, right? They, even though they make up to what, 20 to 25% of GDP, you know, all they do is take really, Right. Um, government isn't productive. Right. So, you know, why is it that D.C. has, you know, some of the highest income in the whole of, of the U.S.? Well, the reason is simple. It's, it's not really that complicated. That's the seat of the money printer. <laughs> like, literally, it's right there that the Federal Reserve is right there. Right. Like we have to end the Fed, but we, we can't end the Fed the way that political like the political solution to end the Fed, which is like. 
elections and fucking bullshit and whatever. No, you, you, uh, wh what's the guy's name? The famous economist, Opti. Uh, we have to find a sly roundabout way. Hayek. Like, Hayek. There we go. We have to find a sly roundabout way. Bitcoin is that sly roundabout way. It really fucking is. Right. That's how we do this. We don't end the Fed by saying, OK, Congress, take a vote and the Fed. No, we end the Fed by saying, yo, fuck your system. It's stolen from me. If you're under the age of 35, you can't fucking buy anything. You're outpriced. You can't afford fucking real estate. You didn't have the same opportunity as, you know, as your parents. Right. Bitcoin is our fucking way out. This is why we're here. This is literally what the peaceful fucking revolution is about. Fuck that shit. You stole from us. You continue to steal from us because you're fucking printing money. It's over. And I'm opting the fuck out. That is how you effectuate change. And if they try to play their fucking state level games, which is like, no, we at the government are telling you that that thing that you're doing is a fucking danger to society and whatever. You know what you do as a Bitcoiner? You say, go fuck yourself. I'm moving to El Salvador. I'm moving to a place that treats me better than your fucking system. And states do, are not used to this type of uh, change in power dynamics. They've been operating in a society where it is extremely easy to seize people's wealth. We're gonna talk about during the culture with the 6102 order, and most people have their money in a bank account, right? When you put Bitcoin into self-custody, and if a lot of people do it, millions of people do it, especially in a country like the US where there's the fucking second amendment, do you think the guys in suits are going to go door to door and say, yo, give me, Psh, bro, no. So Bitcoin is changing all of this, right? The internet was like, started the fire and then Bitcoin came along with a fucking drum of gasoline and was like, Pfft. and that fucking fire is the fire of fucking freedom. And we're going to win. And I don't think there's anything they could do about it. This is fucking inevitable. This is the separation of money and state. We have a better system. And their system is a system of slavery. It's a system of usury. Fuck inflation. Why should we be forced to use the money via legal tender laws that fucking steals from us? That's the big question. We get the vast majority of people. We get the mainstream consciousness asking that question. It's game over. They avoid it. They, they, their CBDCs is about making uh, payments more fucking efficient. Well, shove your fucking efficient payments where the sun doesn't shine. I want money that doesn't steal from me. Hold Anyways. on, hold on. I, I said that on purpose to trigger Nigo. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. It just worked out perfectly. But front run all this madness and take Bitcoin in self-custody. Anyways, Alex, jump in. Yeah, super bullish on El Salvador. Obviously, I need to make a trip down there myself to check it out. But it's... Just amazing to see, like, whatever you think about Trump, seeing a major political figure actually bring up that the U.S. dollar is in decline, the average person is just completely unaware of that fact. So the fact that it's in mainstream news and everyone's talking about it, it's bullish for me. Absolutely. Everything is bullish for Bitcoin. Can't stop the signal. Can't stop the signal. Anyways, everybody, Opti, you got to you gotta say shit that triggers me more often. I know. <laughs> Anyways, this is, is a good fucking opportunity. It's a good opportunity because we were, taking about, we were talking about fucking self-custody and shit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to take self-custody of your Bitcoin, all right, you got to put your you got to put your Bitcoin seed on fucking steel. All right. There's no better place to do it than the BitPlate. BitPlate's Domino. Easy to use, hard to destroy. BitPlate's Domino are designed to preserve Bitcoin wallet backup seed for seed words and passphrases made from highly corrosion resistant 316 marine grade stainless steel offering the ultimate protection against extremes of temperatures. Put your Bitcoin seed, your generational wealth 
on steel. Don't put it on paper. Paper sucks. And you can use promo code simply to get yourself a 10% discount. We always have your guys' back. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the news. Let's do it. The Daily News. The Daily News is brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Check out the brand new limited edition color, the transparent green jade. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air-gapped Bitcoin transactions, scan and display QR codes directly on the device, assign transactions, and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, everybody, the Chad Sailor. Oh, why did I do that? The Chad Sailor is stacking the fields of corn. MicroStrategy has an, has acquired an additional 1,045 Bitcoin for 29.3 million US dollars and an average price of 28,000 per Bitcoin. As of April 4th, 2023, MicroStrategy holds 140,000 Bitcoin acquired for 4.17 billion at an average price of 29,803 per Bitcoin. Michael Saylor's almost break even. And holy cow, when we when we pass that number, um, damn. This is the vindication. We've been talking about Michael Saylor's vindication. This is literally what it's about. Anyways, uh, so I wanted to give a quick update on that. I, I, you know, it's 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 an update more than anything. And I just want to say, right, while the fiat world is burning down, right, while the last president and the front runner of the the political opposition for the 2024 election is being arrested and banana republic shit going on, the fiat world burning. Uh, Janet Yellen is like, uh, bank system's okay. Powell can't even answer why the fuck we have 2% inflation. While that clown world bullshit is going on, while they don't want you to own nothing and be happy, the fucking Chad Saylor has his fucking horse blinders on, to use Opti's uh, words, and he's just fucking stacking the fields of corn, bro. Anyways, uh, Michael Saylor knows what's up. I suggest you do the same shit. Opt the fuck out of their system. Get yourself some Bitcoin. Take that said Bitcoin into self-custody and just forget about it and live your life. This is the beauty of Bitcoin. And remember, anyone who's against that, anyone who's against that, they, like think about it and think, think about the type of person that would be against you, the individual, having the ability to save for a better future. Like, why he's so nuts not only do you pay taxes uh you have to use a fucking money that you know decreases in purchasing power over time i don't think they could defend that and and you know why i say that because in every single one of their presentations whether it's like the economic report by the president whether it's uh you know whether it's the economic report by the president, whether, you know, it's the, the, the all the other, all the things that have, that have, have been happening, right? The, Janet Yellen, the, the treasury released a report called the future of money. And any of those government reports, they always mention about, we have to make payments more efficient. And, you know, obviously they're trying to push the central bank digital currencies, but they never mention inflation. They never mention inflation. And, and I really believe that's a smoking gun. I, I don't think they can acknowledge it. Because I think it's an indefensible position because Bitcoin proves that a money can exist that that doesn't use inflation. And I think that's the weak point. And I think that's the point that we have to exploit. That's the point that we have to highlight. Anyways, the big news for today, you know, this is a separation of money state. We tell you all the time. Right. But here's the thing. 
these types of actions, right? And for our audio listeners, uh, the name of the article, Blockworks, is Texas Steps Closer to Cutting Incentives for Bitcoin Miners, right? Now, the, the thing that sucks for governments or states or, you know, these giant antiquated bureaucratic systems of government um, is that, yeah, you could do that, Texas. But what that's going to do is it's just going to create an opportunity for another jurisdiction to say, hey, Texas, uh, we could take your business if you want. And what that, it, what that does is it empowers the Bitcoin miner. It empowers the individual, right? So anyways, let's, let's check some of this article out. Um, uh, so I read you guys the headline, move on. And also shout out to Pierre Richard because he put on a hell of a fight. He went on, you know, and we played you guys a video last week, basically said all the reasons as to why Bitcoin mining is actually helping uh, you know, it's actually helping local communities in Texas. Anyways, so it goes on to say Texas Senate committee has moved forward on a bill could make the state less attractive for Bitcoin miners. The bill sponsored by Republican state senators, Louis Kolskhurst, Donna Campbell and Robert Nichols aims to nix tax breaks and demand miners using more than 10 megawatts to register as flexible load operators with state grid operator ERCOT. Lawmakers in the state unanimously approved Senate Bill 1751 in a 10 to 0 vote on April 4th. Texas is considering one of the largest Texas is considered one of the largest hubs in the world for Bitcoin mining owing to its deregulated grid, low electricity prices and renewable energy options. Lawmakers pitched the state as a friendly alternative to mining operations exiled by China's ban in 2021. Bitcoin miners across Texas are using 75% more power than last year, around uh, 2,100 megawatts, Reuters reporting, reported, citing figures from Texas Blockchain Council President Lee Bratcher. That's about 3.7% of the lowest forecast peak load and almost triple power used in 2021. Texas's grid has suffered deadly outages during heat waves and winter storms over the past few years, making consistent energy supply a hot button issue for local voters. Under current conditions, miners are rewarded for shutting down when demand is high so that the power gets redirected to the grid. A key provision of the new bill restricts miners' participation in that demand response scheme to just 10% of the total program. Riot Blockchain, one of the most prominent Texas-based crypto miners, is among firms that benefited from the state's incentives. Last year, the miner ranked in as much racked in as much as 9.5 million dollars in power credits because it shut down its rigs multiple times. Dennis Porter, C of CEO of Bitcoin mining advocacy firm Satoshi Action Fund, tweeted that the bill will eliminate incentives for miners to create jobs in rural communities. Quote, unfortunately, members of the community were swayed by the influence of the powerful bill sponsor. Quote, there is there is talk it could also pass through the Senate. It will be critical to fight back against the bill in the House in order to kill the bill. The bill is next headed to the Texas Senate for a floor vote before it moves on to the House. Now, here's some stats about Texas, right? This is a great visualization. Shout out to, I think this is visualcapitalist.com, right? And it basically shows the what happened after the great mining migration, right? The great mining migration, in my opinion, was in Bitcoin's history, you, I, I would put it under the four cores, but I think it was one of the most uh, pivotal moments in its history. And the reason for that is simple, right? The CCP banned Bitcoin mining within their borders. And within a year, without any central party, without any CEO telling them to do so, just because of Bitcoin's incentives alone, 
the hash rate not only recovered, it's currently hitting all time high. All those Bitcoin miners relocated all across the world. Now, what was really interesting is when that ban happened, we were in the middle of the last bull run. In my opinion, it cut the last bull run short, right? If you look at the hash rate and you look at the price of Bitcoin, the price, the hash rate fell and the price of Bitcoin dropped. Why did it drop? Well, can you imagine all that sell pressure from those Bitcoin miners trying to relocate to more friendlier jurisdictions? Right. So, you know, Texas could do this, but Bitcoin miners are just going to do the same thing that they did in, in China. Right. They're just going to relocate to a jurisdiction that's friendlier. Right. So here's a visualization. Right. The U.S. went from four point one percent to thirty five point four percent. Kazakhstan went from one point four percent to eighteen point one. Russia went from five point nine to eleven point two. Canada went from one point one to nine point six. Right. You guys get the story. And then China went from 75.5 percent all the way down to zero percent. But we all know, you know, based on an article by Mackenzie Sigalos, we believe it's a lot higher than that. Um, so anyways, uh, Bitcoin's incentives are unstoppable. I don't think they'll be able to, you know, hold this back. That's my opinion. I think you can't stop Bitcoin's incentives. Bitcoin's incentives is why Bitcoin stays winning. So, yeah, man, uh, this is just uh it's just crazy. Look, I'm telling you guys, and I mentioned this earlier, right? I think politicians have been used to operating in a world where, you know, they regulate or they pass a bill and that's that. Well, I don't think they've ever dealt with a group of people, a group of individuals that don't really care. Like, look, Texas, you want to be that way? We're just going to go someplace else. This is already happening with the shitcoin casinos, right? The vast majority of shitcoin casinos, whether it's Binance, uh, FTX, they weren't based in the US. They fucking left, right? So, you know, this game where regulators think they're the end all be all, like nah, man. And I think that over time, I really do agree with the theory from the sovereign individual. I really do believe it. Information technologies are going to make fucking politics irrelevant. But what sucks for us is that transition period is going to suck. But hey, you know, I hope that more countries like El Salvador pop up and I make this joke with Opti all the time. Bro, we're going to try to hold it down here. But if all else fails, guys, it's no longer simply Bitcoin. It's El Simply Bitcoin. Opti. <laughs> You're hilarious. Okay, first, uh, first, uh, man, guys, don't let Michael Saylor outstack you. I know he's a billionaire, but guys, continue to stack Bitcoin right now. It, it's it's an imperative that you continuously stack Bitcoin. Do not sell your Bitcoin to Michael Saylor right now. Yes, I know you might have bills and whatever, 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 but make sure you are saving as much as Saylor. Saylor should be your, your inspiration to stack more and more and more Bitcoin. These types of conviction levels by Saylor is what Bitcoiners are all about. So, you know, shouts out to Sailor. I, I wish I had his kind of uh, finances so I can just stack 140,000 Bitcoin. That sounds pretty lit to me. Anyways, to the Texas news, uh, I think it, it, it's very sad to see. You know, I hope the Texas Senate stops this bill because it's trash. And this is setting a bad precedent for such an energy-rich state as Texas. And I want to see Texas embrace Bitcoin. I, I want to see America embrace Bitcoin mining because I want to see America win. And the only way we're going to stay ahead of the game is by embracing Bitcoin and not fighting Bitcoin and its incentives because the human capital and the entrepreneurs that are Bitcoiners will just leave. And that's not going to be good for any of us. So 
I mean, even if you bring the receipts and Nico, you weren't here last week when I, when I did my little rant, I was like, I am so sick and tired of trying to justify our energy use. I, I think at this point I'm kind of leaning into the idea of like, what are you going to do to stop us? Because, uh, you can't, you only have to j- double down on the idea that you want to control us, that you want to coerce our behavior because we are just peacefully you know, buying electricity and converting it into the best money ever. Because when we bring the receipts and you brought them, you know, we covered it last year, like Bitcoin helped Texas grid last summer and, you know, causation or what's it? Correlation is not causation, but Hey, there was no issues in Texas this winter. And I know it wasn't a bad winter, but it's almost like the Texas grid is being, uh, you know, improved and upgraded because of Bitcoin mining. So we know, and and Pierre, we played that clip as well. Shouts out to Pierre. We know that Bitcoin mining improves the grid. It improves rural cities and brings jobs to areas with stranded energy. And I don't know if you guys have been in Texas, but there's a lot, <laughs> a lot of free space out here that people aren't living. And I'd hate to see Bitcoiners and Bitcoin miners leave because uh, Bitcoin does bring jobs. And so it is very disappointing to see Texas or at least those bureaucrats fall for the emotional FUD. But again, shouts out to Pierre Richard and Dennis Porter for putting their hat in the rink and educating these people and pushing the right buttons and pushing back against this bill because this anti-innovation bill, because, um, you know, we cover this a lot on the show and you guys can say what you want about politics, but I would definitely say that it is a plus having Bitcoiners take up the fight against these politicians and put their hat in the political ring. And, you know, I, I personally am not the right guy to do it, but if you are, I would highly recommend that you do this as well. And, you know, on another point, Bitcoin will just route around this. So, you know, I would love to see America win. I'd love to see Texas win. I would love to see us have a friendly attitude towards Bitcoin. But like we continuously cover on the show, Bitcoin will just route around this. Bitcoin will go to friendly jurisdictions. And Nico, you kind of reminded me of something. I forget exactly what this stat was last year, but when uh, the bureaucrats and the politicians in D.C. started to push back against Bitcoiner, I remember there being a stat that if Bitcoiners all voted together, we'd be the biggest voting block and we'd be the biggest voice, period. So I think it's important for us not to underestimate the power that you have as an individual, as a Bitcoiner out there. And again, you know, like we will win this. So, hey, it is what it is. Hopefully it'll be a, a you know, a soft transition, but hey, if we got a route around them, we will. Yeah, 100%. That's literally what Bitcoin is, a slide roundabout way. Also, guys, um, you know, it seems like YouTube was having some some streaming issues. Just a reminder, guys, we are available on Rumble as well. Shout out to our Rumble audience. It's picking up. Uh, I think there's 20 people watching live, 23 people watching live on Rumble. Shout out to you guys. So it seems like Rumble, our Rumble channel is picking up. So if you guys can't find us on YouTube, if you're having issues on YouTube, you could always find us on Rumble. And uh, yeah, and we're also audio only as well. Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Fountain, all that good stuff. Anyways, Alec, what's your take on this before we move on to the culture, brother? Yeah, I mean, we're all fighting over a a limited supply here, right? So just on the Michael Saylor front, he's the first one. Michael's strategy, you know, they're buying a ton of Bitcoin. What happens when a lot of other companies start jumping on that same ship, right? So if you don't own a Bitcoin yet, Take Sailor's advice here. He bought a thousand. Look to get yourself at least one, right? Exactly. And on the mining front, it's 
surprising to see, honestly, just, you know, I've saw, seen a ton of positive news coming out of Texas. So kind of was, uh, you know, seemed out of the dark here, just coming out with a bill to de-incentivize it. But once again, I'm sure they'll route around it and find another jurisdiction to mine in. If so, TikTok One, next block. TikTok next block. Exactly. You can't stop the honey badger. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the culture. We have a lot to talk about. Let's check it out. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. Also, guys, I want to tell you about Swan's new offer. Bitcoin is generational wealth, and you can secure your bright orange future with the Swan IRA. Real Bitcoin, no taxes. Swan offers both traditional and Roth options to best fit your needs. Create your IRA and start adding Bitcoin in less than one minute. Transfers and rollovers are available. Swan's Bitcoin experts will get you set up with no transfer fees and no minimum balance requirements. This is real Bitcoin, not ETF or other derivative. Get the real thing and get it at Swan. Go to swan.com IRA for more details. And of course... You can always send me a DM on Twitter if you have any any questions at all. Anyways, Opti, uh, let's talk about. Oh, Nika, Nika cut himself out. You cut yourself out. <laughs> you took the wrong one out. You took the wrong one out. <laughs> it's been a it's been a long day, bro. Um, yeah, uh, let's talk about the six one okay. two order. Right, so... I feel like it's super fitting today with all the things that we've been talking about. One hundred percent. I mean, we talk about this basically the importance of this every single day. And again, I know we do have a guest here today and I will feature some of the stuff that he's been talking about and, and talk about his story, but I thought it would be a missed opportunity if we didn't at least bring this up. So there's a good thread over here by Gabor, Gabber Gerbax, probably ruined your name, so forgive me. Uh, and here's the first tweet. This this whole thread kind of goes into gold, so I'm just going to cover the first tweet and then Matt O'Dell's take on it as well, something that we talk about all the time. But anyways, the first tweet here is, Today, in 1933, today is April 5th, in 1933, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, president, signed Executive Order 6102, forbidding the hoarding of gold coin, gold bullion, and gold certificates within the continental U.S., uh, and he just goes on, make a plan B for future Black Swan events. And you can see uh, the the official ad right here under executive order of the president issued April 5th, 1933. All persons are required to deliver all gold coin, gold bullion and gold certificates on or before May 1st, 1933. So. As Bitcoiners, you know me, hey, I'm not here to tell you guys uh, that gold is a shitcoin because gold is beautiful. I can't wait till it loses its monetary properties so that I can, you know, get super gaudy and gold plate everything in my house. And <laughs> <laughs> But all I'm saying is Bitcoin is an improvement on gold. Opti and this spent way too much time with Chrissy. <laughs> way too much car time. Hey, hey, I'm Latino. Blame my heritage. <laughs> anyway, Latino too, bro. I don't like whole gold plate. Me neither. Me neither. I was leaning into the joke. I was leaning into the joke. Okay. Anyways, uh, you guys know us. We talk about this consistently on the show. You know, gold bugs and Bitcoiners in all respects are basically in the same fight. We all want hard money. 
it's just I fundamentally believe that Bitcoin is an improvement on gold, and 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 it's very disheartening <laughs> to see gold bugs uh, shit on Bitcoin when it's like, yo, we're just like your better, uh, smarter, stronger little brother, and we literally can avoid the same fate by doing what we tell you guys every single day. And Odell puts it perfectly in his tweet. He goes, 90 years ago, the US government tried to take everyone's gold. Learn how to securely hold your Bitcoin today. And this is the crux of the whole conversation that I wanted to bring it up today because we tell you this every single day. And I always run down the different wallets, whether it is Jade, Cold Card, Seed Signer, Blue Wallet, Green Wallet, Breeze Wallet, Moon Wallet, Phoenix, uh, Pine. There's so many wallets. You, you pick your poison. They're all good. There's trade-offs to them all. Uh, even shouts out. I can't wait for my friends to come out with the mutiny wallet. Uh, you can do wallet of Satoshi. Some of those are custodial. Some of them are non-custodial. Use Zeus. If you have your own lightning wallet, the point is you need to take your Bitcoin into self-custody. Stop trusting these middlemen because if they can, and we are seeing the posturing from the bureaucrats, they will probably, most likely, try to ban you self-custodying your Bitcoin. Now, I say it all the time. You can't ban Bitcoin. You can only ban yourself from Bitcoin. So this is how you protect yourself, guys. It's a very simple call to action. Yes, we have the historical precedent of the government, federal government trying to take their gold, hard money, and put us on the fiat standard. If you want a full history lesson, go read the Bitcoin standard. Go read the fiat standard. This will tell you exactly what happened. But you can protect yourself from this. And this is why we're Bitcoiners. I think Bitcoin is an improvement on gold. That's why we have the meme that Bitcoin is digital gold. I would say it is much more than that, but it is still the same fight, hard money. And this is how we beat the monetary demons, the unproductive class is by taking your, your value, your wealth out of the system. And right here, we have Alex, a perfect tweet. Store your value through time and space and protect yourself with encryption and mathematics, which is Bitcoin. And this is why we are doing what we are doing. This is why so many Bitcoiners have uh, the paranoid tinfoil hat idea of privacy, of protecting yourself, taking your Bitcoin into self-custody because Bitcoiners... Remember history. And we know that in the past, they tried to take your hard money and we are protecting ourselves today with Bitcoin. So again, if you have Bitcoin on an exchange today, do something by the end of the week, maybe today, hey, it's better today than tomorrow, but take your Bitcoin into self-custody. And this is how you not only protect yourself, but also opt out of the fiat slavery, the fiat matrix and stop trusting the middlemen because as we continuously cover on the show, they will do anything in their power to take your money away from you. And the only thing that's going to protect you from this is Bitcoin. Anyways, uh, Nico, you want to jump in and then we'll let Alex jump in and then I'll, I'll kind of add a couple other stuff with Alex so we can continue this conversation. Yeah, man. Hold on. Give me one second. There we go. Okay. There we go. Ha. Um, yeah, look. Um, the reality, look, the, the the way that the reason that they were able to get away with the 6102 order is because the vast majority of people kept their gold in vaults, right? So gold is very hard to store, like large amounts, right? You can put a bunch of fucking gold bars under your bed. 
Um, you know, so you obviously want to put it in the safe place. And then you think in a safe place, it's like, oh, obviously this fucking giant ass bank vault, right? Problem is that that creates, you know, a very easy place for the men with guns to come and knock over, knock on the doors of the, of the bank, you know, the bank and say, Hey, you know, that, that shiny little gold, nah, that's ours now. Uh, and then we're, we're going to give you this paper in return, right? Like this is why we emphasize self-custody so much, right? If you have people storing their Bitcoin, right? You know, being responsible and storing their, their Bitcoin on steel, right? Um, and it's millions of people doing this. All, no, say billions, right? Say billions, right? Billions of people doing this all around the world. It's very difficult with the men with guns to do that, right? Um, I think, you know, and I think the sovereign individuals ta talked about this and I really do believe it, right? Um, we have a lot of illegal immigration flowing into the U.S. these days over the southern border. I believe that as nation states struggle, right, to raise uh, raise taxes or pay for, you know, their bills, right? We always go, We you know, Lynn Alden is super famous showing what the U.S. debt is going to be and just the mere fact of just interest payments alone are, are just going to be unpayable in a decade or two. Um, and what is the nation state going to do? They're going to try to raise more taxes, right? Or they might pull a, a 6102 order, right? Well, the problem is for them this time is that people could just leave, right? It's a totally different dynamic, right? You're just like, look, you see that going on, you know, going happening or like and there's there's even more tragic situations that you could talk about right you know in the 30s and the 40s in in in, in europe right there was people that were persecuted just because of their religion right a lot of them didn't leave they, they couldn't take their money out now you could I, I don't recommend you do this right but you can memorize a 24 word seed phrase and you could store millions theoretically billions and trillions of dollars in your mind just by memorizing 24 words it'd be very difficult right, to control people the way that they've been, the way that, you know, these these systems of government have been able to control people for centuries now. And this is what the peaceful revolution is about. This is what the transition into the information age is all about. The disintermediation of information, right, which the internet did, social media did. Like right now we're talking directly to you guys over YouTube and Rumble. Um, and then also the uh, the disintermediation of money, which is what we're living through right now. Right. And you're watching the state react hostile to both things. And I think as Bitcoin exposes everybody's incentives, these incentives are exposed no different. Right. Was it really a government by the people for the people or was it a government by the government for the government paid by the money printer? Right. And then everyone's just kind of living in it. Right. So, you know, make no mistake. I hate how they call Bitcoin private money. No, Bitcoin is public money. Their money is private money, okay? Anyone could mine or like make more Bitcoin, you just have to mine it, right? Bitcoin is an up open, transparent ledger. Their system is an opaque system of which they only have the special privilege of creating more of those dollars. Which sounds more equal and equitable to you? To me, it's fucking clear as day, right? So those are the narratives they're gonna try to hammer home. And you see this, you see this in the, you know, presidential economic report, literally making the case as to why central banks are important or central banks are necessary for a society to function. I would say central banks are literally the cause 
of the economic hardships that societies are, are going through nowadays. They are at fault. They are literally at fault. You're not at fault. The Democrats are not at fault. The Republicans are not at fault. The left and the right are not at fault. Well, I mean, you technically could say they're at fault because they both use the money printer. But the fundamental problem here is that no one deserves to be able to make money for free that another man has to work for. That is the fucking issue. That's what Bitcoin fixes. This is why we're fucking here. This is what the peaceful revolution is all about. Anyways, Alec, what are your thoughts? And then we'll move on to the meme review. Yeah, I think this just really shows how Bitcoin empowers freedom. Imagine if there was a 6102 version today of Bitcoin, what are they going to do about it? You know, get rid of your hardware wallet, get rid of your, your seed phrase. All you have to do is store it in your mind. Unless they have a mind reading device, they're not getting your Bitcoin. Amen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, you know, and, and I don't think those exist yet, you know. But anyways, you know how like in the TSA, like they have machines to like scan your uh, scan your phone, like get the data off of it. I, make no mistake. There's those machines are going to come around, but to scan the data or to try to get the data off your hardware wallet. This is this shit is where it's going. But I think eventually they'll lose. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the meme review. Let's do it. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. Kaboom. Kaboom. All right, guys, you already know this is the meme review where we cover your memes. You send us memes on Telegram. You send us memes on our, uh, wait, you send us memes on Twitter. You send us memes in Telegram and we review them live. Drop your meme review score in the chat. And join our Telegram group, bro. Join our Telegram group. T.me slash simply Bitcoin, right? TV. TV. See, I don't even know. There's too many. There's too. That's another rant for another day. Anyways, drop your meme review score in the chat and we will cover them live. Okay, this first meme though, it's it's kind of a, a a double whammy. Wait, did I bring the right one? No, sorry, wrong wrong screen up on the on. The <laughs> all right, all right, here we go, here we go. This one's a double whammy, considering I was literally what are you what, getting trolled getting trolled out by Nico on the show is literally. The worst moments of my day. Anyways, this first meme. I was going to put this meme up, but I... <laughs> hold up, hold up. Malaka. <laughs> okay, so this first meme, soundboard I was going to put it on. War. Yeah, soundboard wards for the next 15 minutes. Okay, I was going to put this first meme up, and then I saw that our guest Alex did a, a quote tweet of it as well. So this one's a, a double whammy, but the meme is by the BTC therapist at the BTC therapist on Twitter. And he goes, let's break the internet. Hashtag BTC is for saving. And you can see here, I mean, I honestly didn't think about it. The fact that the culture was based on 6102 as well. So we got a little gold memes in here as well. But it goes, purchasing power plus a negative on uh, a wide X axis. Well, yeah. And it's got time going to, I think that's the X axis. <laughs> Math is hard. Anyways, we got gold and it's barely, barely going up in purchasing power over time. We got the dollar losing purchasing power over time a, a lot, a significant amount of purchasing power. And I got another chart in here in the memes to show you guys. And then the Bitcoin price. 
going up and to the right as it gains purchasing power over time. And then to double down on this, shouts out to Alex and his tweet. He goes, should you invest in Bitcoin? No, you should save in Bitcoin and invest in the network. Oof. Some bars right there. That's some bars. Anyway, let's move on. Let's keep it moving. This next one is this morning I saw that uh, Ray Dalio came out and said that he prefers gold over Bitcoin, even though he hodls a small amount of Bitcoin. And shouts out to Jai Kamet, Decentralized World Order something. Bitcoin, Decentralized World Order Bitcoin on Twitter. And he goes, here you go, Ray Dalio. Someone fixed it for you. And I know you guys have seen this chart here about uh, the, the, the reigning supremacy of fiat currencies. We have the Dutch, and then it's over 250 years. We have the Dutch currency. We have the British pound. We have the US dollar on the decline. And shouts out to whoever fixed the chart because I've seen these charts go around and people put the yuan uh, you know, Chinese yuan raising, rising right here as it becomes the next world reserve currency. But as Bitcoiners, we know that this is not how it's going to work out. You cannot fit Keynesianism with more Keynesianism. So the real new world reserve currency is going to be Bitcoin. And it's only 15 years in the process. So shouts out to whoever actually created this. That guy gets it. This next one is by Publord, at Publord Hoddle on Twitter. And he goes, well, it was a hell of a run, boys. Some beers and some laughing emojis. And we got a tombstone here, and it goes, the petrodollar, 1973 to 2023. And we've been covering this on the show for the last week. The amount of posturing of people dropping the dollar, it really does seem like the petrodollar is dying in real time. And uh, we're not dropping the Preston Pish American Hoddle today. We're going to drop it tomorrow. They talk about it as well. So you're going to definitely want to watch that one. Okay. And here, remember remember this, this chart here about the, the dollar losing purchasing power? Well, we got another meme here. This one's by at Vivek for real underscore on Twitter. And he goes, Bitcoin is going to zero. And we got a, a Bitcoiner with a fake crying Wojak mask. And he goes, look, you were right. Bitcoin is going to zero. And we got a chart here of... Uh, $100 going to $3, and we got some smirking Wojaks over here. We told you it was just a matter of time. And then the Bitcoiner with laser eye goes, just kidding. That's actually the purchasing power of the U.S. dollar. And then the crying Wojak, that's how it's supposed to be. We need inflation to stimulate the economy. Again, your dollar has lost 97% of its purchasing power since the creation of the Federal Reserve. Uh, that's a feature, not a bug. This is why we save in Bitcoin. This next one's by Ropium, and he didn't put anything in the the tweet title with Ropium. From what I hear, you need to put words. That's that's how the Twitter algos push it more. I literally, I don't know what this screenshot is, this meme template's from, so I'm not going to even attempt to do that. But I do know that that's Nicolas Cage, and I don't know what this guy's name is. He's he's a uh, yeah, whatever. Anyways, we got him staring at his friend. He goes, America's biggest export is a dollar. And then we got the crazy eyed look over here. Not for long. Oof. Actually felt that one. Okay. This next one is by Maxi's Club at Maxi's Club on Twitter. 355 period blindness. And we got a Bitcoiner and we got a statist over here. And he goes, the statist goes, taxation is the price we pay to live in a civilized society. And then we got what looks like Darth Coin, our moderator in our Telegram. And he goes with the lightning logo and the Bitcoin logo on his chest. He goes, that's just something that slaves say. <laughs> oh, I like that one. Sorry, guys. Anyways, again, at Greg Zaj, uh, also 
Apparently, the tr- Twitter algos likes when you put words in the tweet. So, hey, FYI. Anyways, he's got a picture here of a cat with a smiling face, a fat cat with a smiling face. And it goes, when you realize you bought Bitcoin at the perfect time and the fat cat, and it just says heavy breathing. But hey, maybe maybe it should be pleb, <laughs> pleb worlds over here. The cat with a cigarette, just like, yeah, man, we're winning. Anyways, anyways, wait, what is this breaking news? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Breaking news, Chrissy and Opti talking again, yelling, just <laughs> Wait, wait. Rocket sh- oh. Rocket shit. <laughs> That's the wrong one, but I had to play it out anyway. No. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. Enough of that. Okay, guys. So drop your meme review score in the chat as we cover it live. Uh, today, I am almost positive that this is a Simply Bitcoin meme score exclusive. It is one of these old clotheslines pins, wooden clothesline pin. I'm running out of things over here, I swear. I'm going to give it a score. Breaking news for anyone who's tuning in. Christy Lagarde and Opti are talking again. Janet Yellen is jealous. She's printing money as revenge. So your inflation is indirectly caused by Optimus Fields. Anyways, Alec, what are you You are thoughts? fake news. <laughs> so I picked a, a repeat score. I've got a blockstream jade. Hell Just yeah. wanted hey. to this out because I saw someone solo mining. On Ooh, one on oh, I know. Right. I thought that was an April Fool's joke, but apparently it's not. Does your hardware wallet mine Bitcoin? <laughs> That's why you got to get yourself a jade. Anyways, everybody. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it. You guys know my score already. But before we get to everyone's scores, I want to give a shout out to our very special sponsor, RepresentLTD.com. They make dope Bitcoin merch. Opti's wearing the classic black and white hoodie. Wait, Alex is wearing the hat. Alex is wearing the hat. I got the hat for Let's you guys. Guys, too. They make awesome merch. Check that out. Simply Bitcoin. Woo! Um, anyways, <laughs> all that stuff is sold out. If you guys didn't get it while supplies last... Mm. Uh, go, go bug represent but, maybe but, they'll make but, some more yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hit up i'm gonna hit them up see if they can make more merch but in the meantime check out all their other stuff it's super stylish it's comfy you guys will see me wear if you guys see me out in public you guys will probably be seeing me wear a represent hoodie you could take advantage of the promo code simply dash bitcoin get yourself a big discount represent ltd.com wait Anyways. wait 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 before we go nico i'm not gonna pull this up on the screen but all day i see you and you nasty <laughs> All right, good. I don't know what that means, but all right. I'll show you the comment after. <laughs> Sale dog 18. Uh, very nice. I don't even know what that means. What does say, that mean? Say the meme review score. Yeah. Uh, Sale dog 18. I give the memes one confiscated gold sovereign and one burning $2 silver certificate. Oh, man. Remember stacking $2 back in the day thinking it was going to be worth something before the you knew about bill. Bitcoin? The $2 yeah. bill. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Okay. 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 Anyways. Logo TX. Meme review. Does tacos de asada y cuatro de pastor con todo. Ooh, very, very nice. Wow, very, very wow. Nice. Sounded very non-Latino there. I give the memes a bright orange block of knowledge that Bit- that Nico will deploy on the Fiat Overlords in the form of a fiery rant. Oh, I love that, man. <laughs> uh, Satwise Janks, I give three burning eff- effigies of the Wicked Witch of Bitcoin this Halloween at a Bitcoin gathering in Salem, Massachusetts. Yikes. Um... 
Opti's Coke from McDonald's score. Opti talking to Christy after she told him she bought Bitcoin. Opti stops talking to Christy after he finds out she bought Bitcoin gold. <laughs> Mike Denver, I give the memes some relaxing pills for Nico. Yeah. Yeah. Igor, won't trigger him. I won't I, trigger him. I, Igor, I give the memes. Opti's adding licks it oh okay yeah I'll, I'll try that one yeah actually on that note nunchuck's cool i'll try blix it we're out of time opti <laughs> wait 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 hold on i gotta i gotta shout out my boy rope here this meme review score rating those memes opti's gold-plated caddy with the leopard print seat covers if you know you know <laughs> Anyways, everybody, thank you so much for we like to eat. We like to end it with a bit of comic relief. And that's exactly what the what the meme review is for. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. I want to thank our very special guest. Thank you so much for joining us today, Alex. Why don't you tell everybody where they could find you? Yeah, thanks for having me um, at Aladon on Twitter. Uh, it should be you know, in your guys' notes here. And I also make content on TikTok. It's what dot is dot Bitcoin. Awesome, bro. Thank you for joining us. My camera overheated happens. It hasn't happened in a while, but it totally did. Opti knows exactly what I'm talking about. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. I'm your host, Nico. Shout out to my awesome co-host, Opti, if you guys enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button. Consider subscribing if you feel like we provided you value. But the number one thing you could do to help this show, in fact, share it. Help the peaceful Bitcoin revolution is share all Bitcoin content. Not only this, share it all. We got we to gotta push the message. We got to push the Bitcoin signal. Anyways, we love you all. We will see you tomorrow, 12.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. Peace out, everybody.